Yo, so, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I totally, my mind, bro, I was, I had like three different points just all the same time and nothing came out just now. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what, what, my bad. Uh, yo, what's up, y'all? It's the Open Exchange Podcast. My name is Nate. Booby. Lex. Shafarisi. Shafarisi here is our first official guest of our show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? We don't care though. But anyway, we're gonna keep it pushing. Uh, <laughs> how was everybody's week? What happened? Anyway. <laughs> All right. Nah. <laughs> uh, I'm started off. My week, uh, I feel like I'm a broken record at this point. Mm-hmm. My week, I was on autopilot again, you know. Uh, had a couple mm-hmm. interviews. <clears throat> I feel good about them, but you know, never know. Start trying trying to stay positive. Um, aside from that, week was really uneventful. Uh, took care of what I need to take care of. Made it here. Mm-hmm. You're alive, brother. That's good. Shit, my week. I would say you know same old week. Nothing different. Nothing new. Um, obviously going on with the car stuff. I actually like, tried shooting a video yesterday, but without me, bitch. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, but what happened was it ended up just taking way too long to do what we had to do on the car. Um, so, uh, I actually did it with Kev too. That was pretty fun. Ooh, what's this nigga Kev crib? Yeah, what was wrong? I can't do that. I'm saying everybody get in the video, man. What's up? Nah, not like a video like that, bro. Just regular vlog stuff. Nothing crazy. What a loyalty, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What a loyalty, you know what I mean? I don't know, but exactly. we're not about to discuss this right now. Y'all can plan this on your own time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shy, how was your week? My week um, was pretty. Eh, I've been experiencing burnout a lot lately, Shit, so um, I feel like everything that I did at work was just chaotic and wasn't done right. So I'm taking this weekend to reset and get myself better. Shit, take two weekends, take as many weekends as you need. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that. I agree with you on the burnout though. Um, like we discussed last, I'm still on like recovery mode from that whole attack, bro. Like that yeah. anxiety attack is. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm, I'm, I, I decided. Uh, I'm gonna take some some weekends to really just recharge, do what I do, uh, book some museum, um, some art exhi- exhibit um, visits and stuff. Just get back to you as much as you can in the best possible way you can. Um, but you know, other than that, besides story time, you know what I mean. <laughs> I get to that at the time. You know what I mean, I can't because you know people be watching me. <laughs> but uh, Sha, uh, we didn't. I, I messed up in the beginning. Um, tell us about yourself. Like, what do you do? What do you like to do? So, hey, y'all. I'm Shafarisi. Um, y'all know me as Sha, but, like, my name, my full name is Shafarisi. I didn't know if y'all know my full name. Um, but I'm a program coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with um, BIPOC young women and non-gender expansive youth. Um, so I teach classes on Monday and Wednesday. Um, it's young folks' um, kind of jumpstart into social justice training and issues. Um, also, teaching them how to form healthy relationships um also um just letting them know that sometimes the work starts with yourself um so what's the best way in which we can show up for our community which is continuing to do the work that we need to do on ourselves and how care is collective um so that's what i do what i like to do for fun i really love going out to eat that's like my favorite thing to do i love i'm a big foodie i love restaurants um i really love going to art exhibits i'm a big fan of faith ringo um, you know so about Faith Ringo. I love Faith Ringo. That. Faith Ringo is the dope, the dopest artist ever um, okay. to me. Well, Faith Ringo, Basquiat, and some others. Um, ooh, also, um, 
uh, what's what's that artist's name again? Uh, Carrie Mae Weems, The Kitchen Table. Mm. Love that collection. Um, so yeah, that's just a bit about myself. I hope I said enough. It's up to you. I'm saying you can <laughs> say as much as you want. For plug yourself. I don't know. Uh, uh, damn man. I was gonna... disclaimer. Um, any women that I probably take on dates moving forward, I got the spot from her. <laughs> so if you like it, great. If you don't blame it on. Her. <laughs> nah, I choose great spots, so no disappointments. Nah, he's wild. See, yeah, that's why. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm not taking those spots. If I take you to the spots, cause I found it, you know what I'm saying. I want that pride, that glory. I ain't doing that now. Nah, so she no ain't referrals. Fail me yet. She ain't failed me yet. <laughs> why are you using her as a conduit for places, <laughs> I'm, bro? I'm just saying, like she didn't put me on a couple spots, and it was just good. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I gotta try these spots out and see what it's like. You with dead ass right now? Yeah. <laughs> what you want to eat, what your price range is looking like, what kind of ambiance you want, and I got you. She need to make a Google Doc. That's what she need to do. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm telling you, because then people be, yo, you see, people be, I'm not gonna go say my thoughts, because, you know, we had to book at nine today. People be taking spots and time slots and shit. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all not to treat out the spot. Why is it from 10 to 9 this place is booked? Why? It's okay, though. You know what I'm saying? To who? Black businesses. To who? And what did we say about fucking with all shit? Remember that? (laughs) Ah, you right. Okay. Damn. Anyway, shit. Nice to meet you, Shot. Nice to meet y'all. I met y'all before, but nice to formally meet y'all. Yeah, we're. I mean, but I didn't know what she did. Damn, man. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's your fault. You ain't want to make conversation when you met her. The two times I met this nice young woman, right, was one at my, my man's crib, and we was just chilling, drinking, just talking about life. We was BSing. We wasn't even... What was this? See? And she'll remember. <laughs> so that means to me now, we only met one time. Boom. And that was at Lips. There you go. And we didn't really talk, because it was lit. It was talking to she. She was our friends. So and you recommended you a bad Jamaican spot. He was like, yeah, this is my spot. Hold on, 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 you went earlier. Yeah. Was the food good? It was valid, but it depended on what you yeah, got. Yeah, but it, mm-hmm. and then and then also the and also Booby said that too when we went. <laughs> so you know what? I'll take the L. Still, yeah, it's Nate's fault. Cool. I'm fine. I be the villain. I'm used to yeah. it. I like it. Picasso. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, all right, we gonna get into it. Um, per reference of my story time, you missed my brother. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, ugh, damn, I don't want to say it on camera and shit. Uh, no names. No names? No. All right, but, so basically, to keep it short, keep it light to introduce our topic, I basically met a woman on the bus the other day, the other night, right? Cool, you know what I mean? Cool, collective, styles, dope, you know what I mean? I, I digged it, you know what I mean? So I complimented, boom, that happened. She gave me some glances. Now, mind you, we starting at the top of Brooklyn, going all the way to the bottom of Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? One drive, the 44, there's no turns or nothing. So it's just straight, either you're gonna do something, you're not gonna do something. The, you know, the temporary New York love story out here, you know, when you take MTA. So I don't. Know. She gets off. You don't know when you like. You see a woman on the train, and then like she look at you, and you look at her, and there's like a couple of glances back and forth. I ain't gonna lie. I don't bother nobody on their commute. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like okay, I don't bother nobody. I see now I don't want to say my story. You making it seem like I'm out here just, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Out here just terrorizing people. <laughs> we different. I'm like, I'm a tall black man. Like, people be afraid of me yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. That, that makes sense, though. You so I just be leaving there. everybody alone. Put my headphones in and that's it. <laughs> Floor is yours. The man was stunned to speak. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so boom, go talk. I complimented her fit. That's all I did. Kept the pushing. I guess like that was, I, Wolf told me she never did that shit. Did it, boom. She gets off not too far from where I live, you know what I'm saying, not where we live. So she gave me that look like, all right, so what you finna do? Like, cause you know I'm looking at you and you was kind of looking at me. So I'm like, all right, am I gonna take this chance? Or I'm gonna blow it. My dumb ass went for it. Not to say I'm dumb, but like, you know, I'm gonna explain why I'm dumb later. Went, got her, got her number, got her Instagram. It was cool, it was dope, it was fun, but like, on my walk back, I'm thinking like, I should've never did that. Cause there's one person that you know, that I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna say who it is. Nobody send this to nobody. I got nobody that needs to worry about what I'm doing. But let's just say, yeah. I ain't so, gonna lie, you digging a grave. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I got no grave. If I'm in, I, I'm digging myself. I put my- I appreciate the honesty. I lay in the bed, I, you know what I'm saying? I make, I don't care. But all I'm saying is, I don't got, I don't got nobody to worry about in terms of what's going on. I respect it. Boom. Yeah. So in my back of my mind, I'm like, but damn, am I even really ready to, you know, like be dating? You know what I mean? Like, like dating's kind of a strong word. Getting to know people, you know what I mean? Even in that regard, you know what I mean? Sometimes, and you know, y'all know what happened, you know what I'm saying? My past and stuff. So my question is like, when at a certain point do you feel like you're ready, you know, to just to get to go get out there. I put it like that, to get out there. You know what I'm saying? Like in that regard. Even with a woman when you're not trying to be, you know, raised right, you know what I mean? You you're you're chivalrous, you know what I'm saying? Holding the doors, complimenting, you know what I mean? It's it's a part of you, you know what I mean, in a sense. So it's like, how do I do enough but not do so much, you know what I'm saying? When it's and I'm not trying to like cause any gray areas, you know what I mean? I mean obviously be communicative and like, you know, speak about it, but in terms of actions. So that's kind of like made the question kind of long, but first part of the question is, how do you feel you're ready to, when you're ready to get to know somebody? And two, at, at what point, and I think I'm direct this to y'all because men and I'm gonna direct this to you later in a little bit. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about when it comes to like, you you actually then dealing again to know somebody and it's like, all right, so what do I do with this? Like t guide me, you know, I'm basically like guide me into this, in this walk of getting back Doing whatever, whatever the shit is, yeah. Mm. Um, I would say, like, for me, like, usually I'm a go-with-the-flow kind of person. Um, but also, that's kind of bad because if I'm not ready, it's, you know what I'm saying, I'll end up running away from the whole situation in general. Um, but most of the time, what I realize is that, like, sometimes I just go off the feeling, you mm. know, just going with the flow type of thing. Um I don't know. It's just kind of funny to look at only because like, at least like with my past like few relationships, like I've realized that going with the flow ended up being bad only because like I said, I run away and I'm just like, you know, what, I'm not actually ready for this. Um, I kind of like take it in a test way, you know, kind of trial and error type of thing. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I guess to cut it short, I don't know when. <laughs> Thanks for that <laughs> advice. <laughs> uh, I feel like to that point that you made with going with the flow. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very easy and a lot of times it's comfortable to go with the flow until it gets to a point where you 
got to retreat. Yeah. I feel like the only situations where going with the flow actually works is when the other person like really understands you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they know how to navigate you. If not, then it's kind of bad. Yeah, I know myself, I I'm, I tend to be a go with the flow kind of person. Um, My partners don't usually know me that well because as y'all know, I'm a bit guarded. Well, I wouldn't even say guarded. I'd say um, reserved mm. as far as I'm the most sharingest person in the world for miscellaneous shit, like unconsequential shit. I'll share whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like what's really like in me, you probably won't hear that ever. So the, um, that's to that point. Mm-hmm. As far as like navigating when I know I'm ready, hell if I know. Mm. Um, so I see I asked the wrong people in this room. Yeah, nah, man. I mean, <laughs> Wolf, I ain't gonna lie. please. <laughs> When do you know, how do you know when you're ready to, to deal with somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, when, you, when do you know you're ready? If you think you're ready, you know what I'm saying? past tense, because, you know, my man is taken and, um, yeah. what did he say last time? Taken and kept. Taken. When do you know you're ready for a new relationship? Oh, that's kind of strong. All right, it's a relationship, like a new person. Yeah, all right. You just know you're ready. Like, are you open to receiving Just something you know, to be honest with you. Like, you're ready to have fun or not. It's, to me, it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Mm-hmm. You can try to do that shit or not. Yeah. I like his answer. Y'all was no help. All right. I'm just saying. Come back to me then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit that. Mm, this is like a hard question to answer, really, because sometimes you never really know. Um, it just ends up being like just taking that leap of faith, really. I'm going with the flow, but going with the flow with boundaries, of course, because mm-hmm. as Leon said before, it's always easy to go with the flow. And then, you know, at the end of the day, when you're looking for some kind of structure, there's like nothing. Or when you have feelings and, you know, it's like, OK, well, we're going with the flow. Like, yeah. what, what could we do? Um, I think it's just honestly having that internal conversation with yourself and seeing what you're ready for. Um, and also seeing what type of relationships you're ready for, what kind of mm. relationships you want to cultivate in your life. Um, so just listening to yourself and having that internal conversation and giving yourself grace too, because I feel like a lot of times we reserve, we reserve jumping into something new until we're in a place where we're actually fully healed. But like healing is, is not linear, and some days it's good, some days it's bad. Um, but working on the core things that you need to do to, you know, be happy. Because I feel like it, it's enjoying someone's company. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you find it's just simple. When you find someone's company that you enjoy, just hop into it. But hop into it with the boundaries that you have. Like, okay, I'm still healing. So this is how things are going to look for me. I want things to be casual. I don't really want things to be casual. And it's also like um, just having that conversation with yourself too, like, what do you need and what's best for you? Because I know for some people, going with the flow isn't right for them. Some people aren't into casual dating. Mm. I like that. I like that. Um, <clears throat> so I got a question. Me, Evan. Are y'all ready to get it with anybody? Mm-hmm. Are y'all like ready? Do y'all feel like y'all ready to like, except Wolf, Wolf is kept, he both is kept and taken. Uh, are y'all ready to like, 
deal with somebody at any capacity. Like like Wolf said, like it's a new experience, a new type of relationship. It's not a relationship in like how we usually put it, but a new type of dynamic. Are you ready to invest in that somewhat or not? Uh, I feel like I'm a person that generally, uh, I'm pretty good at knowing myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, presently, I feel like, yeah, I'm ready for like new experiences as far as how serious those are. We got to come back to it. But yeah, I'm open to new people, definitely. Um, everything doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. That's true. Mm-hmm. Everybody That's doesn't have to be pursued. You can just have somebody in your life that best, yeah. like, improves the quality of your life, life vastly. And you've only known them for but so long. I definitely feel you on that, especially because it's like to go like at least at least where I'm at right now. I know for sure I'm not ready to like go into a whole another relationship, but getting to know people, I feel like that's pretty dope. You know, like like you said, um, like there's many more things outside of the the romanticism in relationships, and I feel like you got. I feel like if anything, I think being just friends with someone could actually improve it way better than a relationship would. And that's only because, like, relationships could be, like, very intimate and too close to each other, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. I'm interested in getting to know people, but as far as getting to know someone romantically, I don't think so. Not yet. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, uh, damn. I, I can't talk to Wolf. <laughs> 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 my bad. Um, I agree. Um, I.e. my previous story. Uh <laughs> Um, uh, I'm I'm willing to get to know people, you know, in the sense of like we could just chill. Like I'm not when it comes to relationships and romance, it's like uh, not it's a lot in the sense like Booby said, like I feel like when I when someone comes in with the intention like you I want you, I wanna be serious with you and all that, it's kinda it's a lot. Like from a standpoint of someone like me where it's like, Well I hear you but like give me time to warm up to even that. Like I need to have like I need to know who you are in and out in terms of like what you like, what you dislike, like how you are when you're like in the worst moments, how you are in your best moments, how you are with certain people. You know what I mean? So like for me, friendship in the beginning is essential. It's like the most important thing ever to have. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking like, oh, like we hang out here and there. Well, no, nah, I mean like for for like you tell me about your day, like what's been blowing yours, whatever. Because it's kind of like, I feel like people take dynamics, relationships, any friendships, any at any point very lightly. You know what I'm saying? Like, friendships are like a different base of like foundation, you know, for support. You know what I mean? Like, you find your closest friends. Your, well, people say you find your realest friends in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like a handful of people I still like talk to from high school. You know what I'm saying? I only have really two that I talk from like childhood. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like those, 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 that system is based on those things. And when you like just go in it, not lightly, because at the end of the day, it's not to be like taken seriously. But it's like, yo, you, I need to know, like, you want to get to know me as much as, you know, I'd want to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? But that's just my point, you know. Mm. Kind of uh, piggyback off what you said earlier. Um, being raised a certain way and you kind of develop manners and mannerisms and mm. just the values, moral code and whatnot. So there's a certain way that I'd approach a woman as far as just her being a woman. Um, like you said earlier, holding doors open, doing the second and third, you know, checking up on people, especially like women that I'm close to, make sure they day went well, stuff like that. You need anything, you need somebody to talk to, the second and third. Um, what I've realized is a lot of people get that misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And 
it's aggravating sometimes because it's just like, yo, I was just being me. Like, I was just being regular. I wasn't flirting. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. I was just being a friend. But um, even this past week, I was talking to my um, my homegirl, Yaz, and she was, like, trying to set me straight. She was like, you know, there are people that are going to try and insert themselves in your life and do weird shit as far as, like, hit you up, always have a problem because they know you'll be there for them if they have Mm -hmm. a problem. And that's how they try to we'll insert their themselves through. into your life and whatnot. And I'm person, like we spoke about before, I have a anxiety when it comes to people needing me. So my default is kind of like, yo, what you need? You okay? Da da da. This and third. Mm-hmm. So um, that actually happened a couple of times this week, as far as like people needing me. So I've been falling back into old bad behavior. So I'm working on it. Yes, it is something to work on, bro. I'm glad that you're aware of it, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have to realize, like, the the behaviors you enable when you are who you just who you are. You know what I mean? Sometimes it sounds messed up, but sometimes being who you are naturally can be abusive to you with, with the wrong people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of sucks that way. But, you know, something you have to, like Sha said, you have to, like, create those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Limit the access, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, that's all they're gonna use you for. You know what I mean? They're gonna, they're gonna, those are the type of people that are gonna be in your life just in that frame until they evolve into something else on their own. You know, for, for, so I hear that. I have a question, um, actually, a follow up. Would y'all, and kind of going off what we were just talking about and meeting new people, how do you, what makes you believe in somebody then? You know what I mean? If it's, we're talking about like, you know, making new friendships, dynamics, or like even just like how now, like how we have a friendship here and meeting Shy, meeting Wolf when we first started shooting, how do you, how do you like believe in people as to what they say, as to who they are? Personally, it's- um, Yeah, I'm coming through heavy hitting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Personally, <laughs> it's kind of just um, observation, honestly. Mm-hmm. So somebody could tell you up and down 10 times, I do this, I do that, I can do this, I can do that. But you can only act for so long. Mm-hmm. Even the best of actors, you know, you gotta break character at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not to say that like, I'm looking for chinks in the armor, but I'm an, I'm an observant person. So at some point you're gonna show me who you really are. And if you can keep the shit up for a while, like that's when I'll start to believe you. Mm-hmm. And getting me to believe you, is a chore because I don't really believe in that many people. I'll, as we said earlier, I'm a go with the flow kind of person. So I'll see you, I'll see any transgression, this and third, moving through whatever friendship, whatever relationship. And I'll let shit rot just because it's inconsequential to me. Like I don't really care that much, but mm-hmm. don't ever think for a second you getting over on me or you getting by on me. I, I see it. I'll remove myself from the situation when I see fit and when I feel comfortable leaving the shit. So majority of the time it's just like if you can get me to believe in you, that's a great thing. You in my eyes, you're a great person if I believe in you. Mm. Mm. Anybody else? Um I feel like my mom definitely raised me a lot on um uh building community and holding people close. Mm. So I feel like when I initially meet people I give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, like, let me get to know you first before I make my assumptions about you or your character. Um, so I, 
not only is it a, 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 a observation kind of thing, um, but also just paying attention to your intuition. I feel like deep down sometimes, you know, when someone isn't really good for you or, you know, if a relationship is like bothering you. And I'm really big in having like those conversations with myself too. Like, how do I feel when I'm in this room? Like, do I get a lot of anxiety when I'm in this room? Like, am I taken care of? Um, definitely observing reciprocity too. Like, am I, well, reciprocity not in the sense of like me giving to you with the expectation of getting poured back into, but just seeing if you're taking the agency to like meet me on the same level like I'm meeting you. And that's in any type of relationship, whether or not romantic or platonic. So I feel like just going into it with no judgment, um, being hopeful. Because I feel like sometimes with people, we, we, we lose hope sometimes. Like, especially when you have bad relationships or bad friendships and things, you sometimes end up losing hope um, in finding good people or, like, finding a friend that's going to take care of you the same way in which, like, you, you know, you take care of them and you need to be taken care of. Um, but sometimes it's a learning process, and that's what I've learned a lot in my friendships, too, like sometimes somebody can like disappoint me but do they actually know that like do they know what i need from this relationship um am i having this conversation and am i being transparent with them about that um so just having like an open conversation um and just being real and i feel like the more real it is um the more transparent it is the more thoughtful it is then i'm gonna believe in you a bit more than i did initially but i, I feel like i always believe in people from the jump Mm. And that could have some pros and cons, but mm. I'm still not going to continue not being the way that I am just because of a failed situation. Uh, mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that, especially along the um, especially along the lines with no judgment of people. Because um, there's a lot of people, like, sometimes you look at them, you're just like, mm, I don't know if I'd be friends with them. Um, then later on, you find out, like, they're the greatest person or, like, the perfect fit for what you would want in a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, extremely caring, kind, all these different great qualities. Um, so definitely, I... One of the things I like to do, like whenever you know I do meet somebody, um, I kind of like try to find like one quality about them that sometimes they don't see in themselves. Mm. Um, I feel like that's very important, only because too, like it could be something so missed. Um, like if there's a person where you might not believe in them because of like they might lack confidence, or um, you know they're just a quiet person, or they're a little bit shy when it comes to like going out. Um, I sometimes just try to find that one thing and like. Um, just compliment them on whatever it is, you know, and just see where things go from there. Wolf. <clears throat> um, man, I think some, some advice that works really well for me is, you know, just really not having any expectations for people in general. You know, I think that's just some really solid, safe advice that you could springboard from because people are so multi-dimensional so many facets to how a person became who they are why they became that person for me it's less about you know believing a person presenting themselves to me and it's more about time you know what i mean like i need time to see evaluate and to understand because bro people are so layered like a nigga a nigga could be your friend for years and you might not know something very important about theirs for the better or the worse up until like the third year right. especially in relationships like especially in relationships, because we usually only presenting our best selves, you know what I mean? Up until the point where you kind of run out of stamina for the race, and then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is what I'm really looking like. And by that time, you might have a baby with the person, you might be married to the person, you know what I mean? So it's really just about time and having no expectations, you know what I mean? So you, you kind of save yourself from being hurt. Uh, that's, uh, that's how I feel about that. Uh, um, shit, that's a great point about um, you might find something out later on. 
Because sometimes, you know, you've been friends with people for years and then you find something out later on and just like makes sense. Mm-hmm. And everything just like click and you start to realize, okay, this is why you do this. Mm-hmm. This is why you move like this in this environment. I get it now. Mm-hmm. So that in itself, it, it's a, just good and bad to it. It just helps you understand the people around you better. Yeah, definitely. Um, shit. Um, I was thinking about the question. Uh, sorry. Uh, I would say um, I, I believe what you show me. I'm a person that believes what you show me. And, like, sometimes I to, to Wolf's point, a great point is, like, you show your, sounds messed up, but you show your ass when you're, like, down at the bottom. You know, you show your true self. You show your true colors in the sense of, like, and you're going through stuff, how do you handle it? And then also then how do you respond when people are around you? How you are when you're around people in that regard? You know what I mean? And, like, like three years down the line, like, there's so much there's so much there's so many layers to a person you know what i mean you just and because we show our try to show our best selves and like try to push each other to do our best selves usually we don't get to like the core roots sometimes you know what i mean we only get just the face or the, like the surface um so i really am what you show me and what you say you know what i mean like like if you're a person that cracks jokes all right cool but if you're a person that cracks jokes we're kind of like <laughs> and more so like in a sense of like you know like it's different, like, if, say, like, you, you you experience something, you know what I'm saying, you make a joke about it, you know what I mean, like, something, like, either traumatizing or something good, like, you know, just, you made the joke, because that's your business, your life. If I, I realize when, like, how, if I, if you go through something, I make a joke about it, I wasn't there, so I don't know how you felt about it in the first place. So, personally, for me, I'm not going to do that shit, you know what I mean, but it's like, I've, sometimes I've come across some people who just do that, and it's like, Nah, like it, it could be funny to you, but it's like nah. You know what I mean? That's like you're you're teetering on comfortability and on thin ice. You don't even know. You know what I mean? So I'm really big on people showing me and seeing seeing what they seeing what they say. Um, but usually I ain't gonna lie. I don't like people, so you know that's usually my like my go-to. Like I <laughs> what? I mean, like I ain't gonna lie. Like you don't like people, but when you first met me, saying what's up to everybody. Well, exactly, right? <laughs> Hold up. Okay, but okay, okay. But look, what four or five years down the line, we finally find out I really don't like people. Like, come on, y'all. Like, so why are you saying what's up to them then? It goes to show be sociable. You know why? Really like you know people. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause you can only act for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Nah, I did it cause one, it was college, and also. Coming from a space of being from the city, you know, and people know people a lot, you know what I mean? I was excited to just be in a different environment, you know what I mean? Experience different shit. So I was like, yo, bro, I don't matter. As long as it's not with the shit I, I experienced back home, I'm cool, you know what I mean? So that's why. And even then, I stopped doing that shit, too. After a while, I stopped avoiding hubs of places. I hated going to the U. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's go get food. Yo, can you just pick me up? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, know, you always got, and then you always find yourself talking to somebody about something, which is cool, but I don't want to talk to you, though. <laughs> Shit. I feel that. No lie. College taught me that I'm going to always look for the good in people, mm-hmm. which is weird because I, I don't believe in people, but I'm going to always look yeah, for something, like shit, a morsel man. of something. A morsel, okay. Like Word of the day, you <laughs> bad. All right, you coming strong, brother. What that mean? Yeah, please. Relax, relax. So you're not even gonna tell us people what that means? I never morsel heard is of that. A, a small quantity. So you know this word too? Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> so you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, all right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's an, that's 
that's something I didn't mention on the, like the toxic traits thing. Webster. No. Nice. I'm going to always look for something because mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that like people are just that bad. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But on the flip side, like I said earlier, I don't really believe in many people. So that's true. Mm-hmm. I got to college, you know, a lot. I was cool with a lot of people. I was cordial with a lot of people. So people thought like I had mad friends or I was this person. I was that person. Like I, uh-huh. like I said before, I'm going to just watch. I see what you do. I see what you don't do. It's not there. I'm going to skate by. You think you might get over on me? Probably won't. Hey, man, some people, you you got to leave that to people that think that, you know what I'm saying? Like, people who think they could get by you or, like, think they did, you know what I mean? Those are the people that lose out mainly, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of like you're just, if you're thinking about, like, yeah, like, he think this shit about me or, like, well, he even peeped that, it's kind of like, what are you... What are you hype about that for? That's my question. Like, what are you excited about that for? What about that concept gets you excited? You know what I'm saying? Like, one-upping somebody in, the, in, that, in that weird regard. You People know? got weird kinks, bro. Well, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> you know it's society's fault. I feel like we're constantly trapped in this mode of competition. So we do that when we have our relationships, too. Like, you know, secret animosity, things of that sort. Um, college actually taught me to be a better friend than I was before. Mm. Um, it taught me how to extend grace to people a lot. And it also like let me know that there's a lot of things that people are going through that we don't visibly see. So like when people are like down bad or like when people are just like being bitchy for lack of better words, like I don't know, I just extend that grace because there's a people there's a lot of people out there that aren't working on themselves. Um, sometimes they don't know how to. A lot of times we're not raised on how to ask for support. Like we don't know what support really is. Sometimes when like people ask me like, hey, Shaf, how can I support you? I don't really have like an actual tangible answer to an actual tangible answer to give them. I'm just like, I don't know. Like if you want to give me support in whatever way that's best for you, I'll take it. Um, but a lot of times we don't really know how to um, ask for things or um, just ask for community care and support because we're so caught up on like you know toxic individuality like i'm gonna get myself through it because that's all i have um Mm. when that's not it's true in some cases but like when you don't have anybody else like you you need someone we all need someone um so i think that once we get past that then it'll be a better world she lying i don't need (laughs) um no but i do believe like that community you know what I mean? That community, college did help me. Um, like, I agree with you. College helped me be a, a better person because the right type of people that you surround yourself with, it amplifies. You know what I'm saying? You find yourself, you're, you're more yourself when you're in college than you're in high school. You know what I mean? So then you find like minded individuals mm-hmm. that, like, be like, I bet this is the type of person that I'm rocking with. But you might still have, like, those one to two traits that someone might be like, your friend might be like, yo, bro, why you do this? You know what I'm saying? Like they question you, and it's like once you, and that's a lot of time. People don't ask themselves why. Yeah, that's a lot. Exactly. You know, you don't the, yeah. the why question barely gets overlooked. You know what I'm saying? We get the what, the who, the when. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the how, sometimes, yeah. but even the how Therapy. is kind of related to the why. Therapy. Go to it. <laughs> but therapy isn't accessible for everyone. That's true. Like it's oh, hard to find a good therapist. Like it's hard to find a therapist that takes like majorly accepted health insurance. Mm-hmm. Like also a lot of people don't know how to verbalize how they feel too. So sometimes people think that therapy is pointless because mm-hmm. they don't have words for what they're going through. And that's why I tell everybody, journal. Yeah. Sometimes you can't talk, like it's better to just write it down on paper because at least then you can flesh it out. 
and like you could then like even if it's jargon, you know, you can flesh it out and then you'll find it. Mm-hmm. You know I, mean? I actually don't find journaling helpful. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I f- I find that I've noticed that I'm a person I'm a big talker sometimes. Um, and an introspective thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, I don't know, journaling just feels like a lot of chaos because it's like I'm writing down my feelings, but there's no release. Like, I'm not um, really, I'm not sitting, I'm sitting in it, still. but I'm not really like, and I'm processing it, but I'm not really processing it. Like, after I close the book, it's done. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I, I could give, I kind of had that feeling when I journaled this past week. I, I felt like usually my journaling sessions end with me feeling like kind of like closure. Mm. But like this time, I just kept. But I was like, all right, maybe I should just keep writing. You know what I'm saying? I, if I keep writing, if I, I could finally close the book, as you say. Mm. And I did, but I realized like sometimes I agree with you to a certain extent. Journaling doesn't do, can do so much. But there are different forms of therapy, I feel like. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you can still practice and do like self care is one. You know what I mean? Like loving yourself inevitably, like sometimes trying to get the answer to things at that moment isn't all that you need at that point in time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, real quick anecdote. Um, I was actually reading something earlier in the week and the core idea of it is sometimes to get through something you don't have to check off a list mm-hmm. you don't have to like have actions leading up into a finish line mm-hmm. sometimes the the most efficient way to get to where you want to be is to simply be you know what I mean mm-hmm. move within that energy move as in you're already at that finish line and whatnot. That's not the situ- that's not for every situation, but identifying the situations where that is, like where that would be applicable, is super imperative. Yeah. I that. And that's the thing. I feel like, but you get those things like, when, you know how you know how we say like a lot of our things stem from trauma, from like growing up, adolescence, and childhood, and mm. you know, not even trauma. Sometimes just experiencing things. Not everything's traumatic. Things are just like how it, what what it was. I, it sounds messed up, kind of saying it like that. It is what it is. I hate that fucking saying. <laughs> but it just fits so well. It, it is. is. It so is what it is. Stop saying that shit, <laughs> bro. Because it's like, for me, like I'm a person. Like I understand some things are what they are. You know, it is what it is. But like sometimes it's kind of like. It just for me, it's like a it's like a connection to me, like yo, just 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 take it as it, just take it. And it's like, nah, nigga, I don't gotta, gotta, gotta take this. Gotta take things for what they are. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Surely sometimes. It, yeah, okay. Way well, Boogie yeah. says, sometimes you gotta think about things the way you don't want to <laughs> think about things. He didn't even know what he was saying, but he was onto some shit. Though. He was onto something. He was onto yeah. some shit though. You know what I'm saying? All right, fuck. all right, shall we have we have a specific question? It's our last topic. Um, something that um. We never really had a chance because our podcast is mainly male. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on it in our first episode, I believe, our first second episode, um, and also stop us anytime. You know, I don't want to like touch on boundaries or anything like mm-hmm. that. We don't want to like you know overstep. What for as for a man as a man? I'm trying to think, help me out, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I mean. What has the presence of a, a man, male figure, or masculine energy done for you? Thank you. Thank you. In your life. Yeah, like, what, like, what roles has it played? What behaviors has it influenced in yourself? Positives, negatives? Um, hmm. I feel like, yeah, this is a very packed and loaded question. So um, I'll start at the beginning because, you know, everything happened. Everything stems from home. Um, so I don't really have like a relationship with my father 
Like it's weird. Like I see him every day. Like I know my father. I got him. I got him on WhatsApp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he didn't do any of like the nurturing or like any support like a parent should. Um, I know my mama might get mad, but I feel like he's just a sperm donor. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people like that. I know it's, a lot of people. I mean, it's like it's that. real, and it's and it's you know it's my truth. Um, and from seeing that really, from seeing that from that relationship, um, it definitely caused me to be a bit more dependent on myself, um, not dependent on others. Um, it's definitely taught me. Um, it's definitely influenced my relationships a lot with men. Um, I can sometimes be very guarded. Like I sometimes wouldn't even let like men pay for me. Like even like I'll pay for myself because I don't know. My mom's always taught me that. Um, whenever men extend some kind of kindness to you it's it's because they want something in return so i'm like okay i'm not going to accept anything from you like you want something from me that i'm not going to give to you um but as i've gotten older um and i started having like platonic relationships with a lot of the men in my life like my brothers um it's definitely showed me like um just like a lot of nurturing it's definitely showed me um it's definitely given me like a safe space to where I feel like I can be comfortable and vent with men too. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've had very mixed experiences with a lot of men. Um, sometimes some would be my friend, but they'll be my friend for like an overarching goal that they have. Um, or uh, a lot of times they would just take my vanity and that's about it um, and not really dig more into my personality at all. Um, and I feel like that's one of the great things about college um, and about my posse. Um, I've definitely formed a lot of relationships with men that helped to build me up um, and also helped me heal a lot of the things, a lot of the internalized trauma that I've had um, from not necessarily having um, that father figure. Even though I feel like it hasn't missed anything from my life because my mom always did an excellent job at playing both parts. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, that's about it really i feel like it's a it's a super complicated question um but that's still something that i'm figuring out um because i do know that sometimes like um how i interpret my relationships with a lot of men um and from the relationship with my father how that affected a lot of my relationships sometimes too um always wanting control of the situation um definitely being guarded and not sharing too much and not wanting to be like vulnerable and um, intimate sometimes in a sense. I've also, um, I know that this is a safe space, but I'm also someone who's like experienced sexual trauma as well. Mm. Um, so that's something um, that I'm, I'm healing and I'm working on um, to like better my relationships with like the people around me and also like actually have like fruitful, fruitful and meaningful like uh, romantic relationships. Um, so yeah, that's how it's affected me. Uh. I'm sorry you had to go through that, for real, for real. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's, it's happened in the past. Thank you for sharing, you. for real, for real. Like, you didn't have to, but thank you for coming here and sharing that with us. You know what I mean? It takes a lot to even say how you feel about shit, for real, at all. Mm -hmm. um, what about child? Like, how is, and I'll flip the question, how is the relationship with your mothers, or like, women in your life early, mm. you know what I mean, affected y'all? You know, I was thinking, well, I was doing a lot thinking this past week. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep mine short. Um, my relationship with my mother has not always been the best. Um, I know a lot a lot of people outside looking in, you know, we have guests come over, my friends come over, they see my mom laughing and joking with me, we look like the best of friends. That ain't really always the case. Nothing against her, you know. Um, I 
I don't want to say I was by myself growing up, but it was just like I was in my own head a lot. I was taking care of what I needed to take care of. I was really independent at a young age. Mm. And that's shout outs to my mom, you know. She was doing what she had to do, and she didn't always have to be on top of me as far as a lot of things. I would always watch, you know. I was like most Caribbean kids, you know, you ironing clothes early, you cleaning early, you cooking early, stuff like that. Um, I feel like a lot of time with mothers, they have difficulty taking a step back and letting you be yourself and letting you do. So I wasn't, from an early age, I was out the crib a lot of the time as far as, you know, going on college tours, going on trips with like different programs in schools. So my mom never really had to worry about a lot of stuff. But it's like, once I went into college and came back, it was kind of like she tried to get control over things in a sense. Not controlling me, but also um, trying to figure out where she fit in. So she might catch me doing laundry one day and try to like teach me how to do laundry again. And I, I got like check her. I'm just like, Mom, I've been doing laundry by myself for like 10 years. You don't have to try and teach me how to do it over again. I've, I've, I've done this. I've, I can do shit with my eyes closed. Mm. Relax. But again, <laughs> mothers, they have they have, the they, they have those days where they just can't help themselves. Yeah. Cooking. You, I was on FaceTime with you that one time. I was literally in a meeting and we cooking and she tried to take it over. Like, it's a wonder that I can do anything because growing up, she would try to like take over. Oh, you're not doing it right and take away from you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But that, that maternal instinct take over crazy. That yeah. controlling maternal instinct take over crazy. Yeah. Oh, touching on that, because I, I would say I experienced the same thing, like going to college and then coming back. My mom definitely tried to control, you know, kind of things and habits that I do going out, whatever it is. Um, but going off of that, like one thing I've realized uh, when I kind of just like came, like, I guess clarity about it. I think my mom misses when I was younger. And that's mm-hmm. why they um, well, that's why she like kind of, you know, tries to take over in those aspects and kind of just gives that motherly instinct in certain situations. But it's just like something that it's kind of crazy because sometimes you don't realize that perspective as well. You know, you sitting there thinking about it like, yo, I'm trying to grow up. I'm trying to do stuff in the world. I got this on my own. But inside, it's like, damn, like she's seen us grow up. You know, we literally came from them. And it's it's just a crazy feeling to, you know, sit there and think about like, damn, like I never took into consideration her perspective on it. You ever uh, have a friend that you've been around for mad long and then Years later, now it's just like, oh, that person's a teacher. God damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing, but like times ten. Because I have friends that I've grown up with, and now they're just like in medical school. They're doing this and third. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, I remember all the dumb stuff you've done. I remember seeing you do this, that, and the third. And now you're in charge of somebody's life. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Like, so I think it's the same thing with parents, yeah. the mother or father. It's kind of just like they they're scared. They fear for you, so they yeah. try to take care. Like they try to like take care as long as they can mm-hmm. yeah and definitely like whatever like mishap or mistakes that they made they want to make sure we don't make those same things mm-hmm. and it's it's just so funny just to see it you know because like even with my whole situation with like trying to get cars and do all this stuff with it my mom's just like why are you getting these old ass cars and then mind you these cars that i want are like my age or older you know and then she, to her she's just thinking like 10 years is old to her so it's just so funny though because you know, we go about it in different ways. Like I know a bit more about cars than she did, you know, even to this day. And that's why I still make the decision to go for the older ones, you know, and mm-hmm. whatnot. We're not gonna go into that, but <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it. much that. 
Yeah, I feel. But I'll keep it short. Uh, my relationship with my mom. My mom couldn't be there, you know, physically a lot. She tried her best, though. Like, whenever she was home, she made sure, like, her presence was known in the house in terms of being loving or, like, you know, having to, like, do whatever. She did what she had to do for the house and everything. But, like, with her kids, like, she tried to show love, you know what I mean? She always just wanted, her main thing was just wanting the best for us, you know what I mean? So pushing us, like, school was the route for her all the time, the whole night. We know that, like, this, like, so, she, like, when I told her I was doing, like, pursuing art, like, music, I'm still going to school, but, you know, I'm, I, I really want to do what I want to do, too. Like, I can't just do your, do your plan. I can't commit to your plan. I don't like your plan as much. She was like, her main concern was, okay, but like, please just make sure you're all right at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the kind of support she had. And my, that kind of affected me because now, like, because I didn't get that support as a kid for the art, I had to, like, bro, I just kind of college and I'm back doing music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to, like, slowly build that shit up for myself, which kind of sucked because that was part of my journal session. I shared a brief bit of it, but was realizing, like, the reason why I have, like, that self doubt. It's because of the fact that I didn't really receive that support for like with dream your dreams as a kid, you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, you know what I mean? But it's cool now. Like, I had to write like in my journal too. Like, I have to I have to forgive and forget that, you know what I'm saying? Because she, how she was brought up, brought her up a certain way, you know what I'm saying? But I also had to break that and be like, nah, I hear you, mom, but like, I'm bi, right, you know what I mean? You raised me well, you know what I'm saying? I got my head on my shoulders. I'm good for a lot of things, but I just gotta you know, get to where I want to get to as well, you know, first and foremost. But I always felt that was kind of weird, like, saying, oh, damn. Murph. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like, uh, to touch again on my relationship with my mother, you know, she was still trying to teach me things now. And it's just like, I need you to trust that I'm the person you raised me to be. Mm-hmm. So even when I leave the house sometimes, mm-hmm. she'll still try to be like, yo, make good decisions, don't do this, and you go to this place like, Ma, you gotta understand, you raised me to know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've, I've, you mean, the police never brought me to the crib at night. So <laughs> we good, we doing good. good, we doing good. You did a good job. And um, it ain't a crime if you can get caught. You know, that's the realest shit, though. That's real, that's real, that's real, that's real. Because, like, if I got home, you know, I'm safe, you know, I, some something happened. Mm-hmm. But I didn't let it come to the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, like, yeah, that's some real shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, Sean, if you have any questions for us, you can't ask. I know, like, we have a little bit of time left. Just one, you know. How was it like having a podcast? This shit fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you want to go first, boo? Yeah, it, it really is like letting people see how we are and interact when we're like talking about some shit that, like, you know, we probably wouldn't usually talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I said last time, I, I disagree pe- with that. I feel like we had these conversations regularly without the camera on, stuff like this. That's very true. That's true. That's true. And that's why it came about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like people still think like, stuff is like scripted or like they'll ask yeah wow scripted is od not yeah. really scripted but like they feel like we rehearse stuff like majority of time is <laughs> on the fly mm-hmm. on the fly just go. Not even majority of time all the time pick, only thing that's set is the topics, topics. that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> we never know what the other person is ever gonna say never you know your topics are lit this is like one one of the few podcasts that i've seen that's majorly comprised of black men that doesn't 
you know, do the most. That's the goal. Yeah, because sometimes there's some podcasts that's like, please close your beak. (laughs) (laughs) But I really like the conversations that y'all have here. Um, Definitely, like, fun, really fruitful. Um, And, yeah, it's important. I feel like it's important. That's one thing that I really like about podcasts. Um, You have a space to, like, you know, just create your own world. And I feel like a lot of times, sometimes, too, with podcasts, it feels like, it has to be heavily intellectualized. Um, yeah, and it's it's nice not, you know, not having to be, like, an educator and just, like, going yeah. on your experience and talking about your experience. Because that's knowledge, too. You're, there's knowledge in your experience. Yo, you talk that talk, girl. <laughs> nah, for real, though, like, I like, I'm just saying this last thing. Um, to answer your question, it is fun. It is fun. I, I like it. Because it also, I feel like for us, also breathes more comfortability to talk about things that we don't usually talk about. Like, because, you know, there's layers to a person. So, like, even though we talk about certain things, it might be that one thing that I might say, or Leon, or Dom, or who we might say that might be like, might trigger, like, I I, I could share this with the homies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I like that a lot. And also, like, it feels like I'm on, like, fucking. Oprah Winfrey and his When you talk about deep shit, like things that like people don't usually talk about on the regular and it's broadcasted, it, but at the same time, since we're in a close space, it's not like we have an audience. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's cool. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's also dope to just share our experiences and perspectives, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for example, like whenever when we was talking, what episode was? I think it was a few episodes ago when we was talking about the the whole drug thing. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that shit, bro. Yeah, but that that's the thing. It's so crazy though, cause like usually that's something I never really want to speak about in public generally. But I was like, you know what? I'm on the spot. Let me just go ahead and share it with the homies and whatnot. Yeah. It's a pretty dope thing. Yeah, that was nice. That's I like nice. that randomly people hit me up and like people have thanked me for saying certain things or like people like yo tell Nate. I got a similar experience, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I haven't been telling you shit, but you know, I don't want to get you. Keep you grounded. Who the fuck? Wait. <laughs> what? I think I he you. knows what's best for you. I think that's what you're trying to first say. Off, first off, if anybody knows, I'm the most humble person in the spot, too. That's crazy. <laughs> you playing God? Yeah. All right, relax. You playing God? All right. You know what? Fuck you then. I'm starting yeah, telling people shit about you. Know. <laughs> It's nice to be able to just share and live life and just talk about what I've been through. Mm-hmm. We talk about what we've been through, and then the world isn't as big as we think it is because people have similar experiences. Mm-hmm. You might say, you might just be talking, but you end up saying something that has so much weight to somebody. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my favorite part about this. That's how I feel when I be teaching because sometimes I feel like I ramble a lot. And I'm like, eh, should I be teaching these young folks like all of this? Because you know you're you're responsible for someone's knowledge. Mm. Um, and these are like these young folks' first time like being in a space in an environment like that. So I feel that a lot too because I'd be feeling like I'm just like you know teaching like just saying whatever. And they were like, wow, like this really resonated with me. Like you really changed my life. Like yeah, it's, be, it's just through the ramblings. Yeah. And they do the ramblings too. They be like, oh, that's some real shit. She's a human. Yeah. <laughs> human. Ah, she got a soul. You know what I mean? Tell you got to think about things you don't want to think about. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. On that note, um, saying, uh, I'd just like to thank you, um, 
for coming through for real, for real. Thank y'all. On this early Saturday morning. On this yeah. early this ass. This Saturday. rainy Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah. My hair felt like soup as soon as I walked outside. It was like, oh, it's melting. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, boom. <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? I just want to do a couple shout outs. You know how I had to do. Shout outs to WTF Studios, you know, for holding it down. You know what I mean? Shout outs to Wolf, my boy. You know what I mean? The voice, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, I also shout outs to Lips Cafe. I, I forgot that I was wearing these shirts. I like them. Shout outs to Lips Cafe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we love Lips Cafe. You already know. You know what I mean? Don't treat shot that spot either. If you do, I hate you. <laughs> nah, for real. Don't do that. Um, shout out to Shaw for coming through. Shout outs to the friendships we have and what we built. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever have anything y'all want us to talk about or just want to be a guest, just hit us up, DM us, one of us, it doesn't matter. Um, and I also like to reintroduce Shy. You can say your name, you can tell us what you're about. Oh, okay. I was if like, you do. hey, I'm Shafarisi. I'm from Best Eye. I'm a program coordinator. I work with young people. Um, yeah, I'm also a writer. I paint too. Ooh. So that's me. I didn't know that. See, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, I paint. I'm an abstract artist. I'm going to have to see some stuff. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, you know what I mean? Shout out to Shaw, you know what I mean? And um, this is the Open Exchange Podcast, y'all. I'm Nate. Booby. Lex. Oh, she Shaffrey already said her name. You <laughs> <laughs> know, we got the voice in the back, Wolf, and then we out of here. Word. Yo, can we cut out like the first 10 minutes stuff? Nah. <laughs> I'll fuck with you, I'll fuck with you, I'll fuck with you. Can we cut out Nate talking every time? Nah, that's OD. <laughs> that's OD.